Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Kafaru Cast. It is bright and early on a Monday in the AM. And Frank's back from predator hunting. No cougars were harmed this weekend. Only one coyote was harmed this weekend. It was a slow weekend. Yeah. Well, it happens. It we does. Had Christmas party on Friday. Uh, my girlfriend Amy was in Florida um, at a wedding, which I did not go to. Pretty happy about that. Did a little bit of cardio, shot my bow, uh, got the tar- target bow set up as well. You have a target bow? Well, I got a 70-pounder. I wouldn't really say I have a target bow. I have a <laughs> bow that's not extremely high poundage that I'm going to shoot in tournaments. Um, tried out a bunch of different back tension releases. And, uh, yeah, took a bunch of photos of tame elk in my front yard. Um, had like a herd of 400 walk through. It was great. Mm. By the way... The key to being a good wildlife photographer is taking photos of tame wildlife. Um, Do you ever consider just going to the zoo and kind of making uh, sure I, the background looks a little wild, I, That wild. may be overdoing That's it. That's too but far. I've gotten a few messages of guys saying, you know, basically that it's, you know, taking photos of the wildlife in tame areas or areas where they're more... Haters? Yeah, haters. A little bit. Um, I don't know really too many wildlife photographers that aren't taking photos of wildlife in some type of a state park or like Yellowstone, Estes, um, or excuse me, Rocky Mountain, Banff, Jasper. Um, yeah, it's just easier. But anyway. Um, Haters gonna hate. <laughs> the uh, An Ainer's gonna ain't. Oh, I can't remember what movie that was. That's on. from uh, that movie with James Franco. Oh, yeah. The yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch that because just uh, those fuckers are so anti-American. But anyway, today we're going to talk about supplements or supplementation. This is not something we're probably going to dive into a whole lot. Um, just for the simple fact, there's people much more experienced that, that at this than, than Frank and I are. Uh, there's tons of dietitians and, you know, everything else known to man. But we get... Uh, constantly um messages about supplementation what supplements dieting things like that one of the main questions i get is is, does mountain ops or uh wilderness athlete work or is it a bunch of bs and that is such a broad question that uh it it deserves answering and it's going to be and the way I guess that maybe I see it or Frank sees it or how we use it, what we've learned, what I've been told or what I know, you know, some of these things will be my opinion. Um, I'm sure people can chime in. I'll try not to um, uh, dive into things that I'm I'm not familiar with just because I'll probably misspeak. But, you know, when you ask this, does, does mountain ops work? Well, does a piece of pizza work? Well, if you're hungry and you eat pizza and you're not hungry anymore, Technically, it has done its job, sort of. But if you're trying to lose weight, pizza may not work. It may fill you up, but it's probably not, probably not going to help your end goal. Does broccoli work? Well, broccoli for most people probably doesn't work as good as pizza when you're looking for something that tastes good, but it does work um, depending upon what you're wanting to use it for. And that's really kind of the meat and potatoes of it. What are you trying to do? Um, you know, are you trying to lose weight? Are you going to, are you trying to build muscle? Um, you know, things like that. You know, are you looking for endurance? Or are you looking for short power bursts? Um, so when you ask if, uh, you know, mountain ops or wilderness athlete or another supplement works, well, it depends. And there's a lot more to it than that. So 
Frank, yeah. how often do you work out? Uh, I'd say we work out probably four or five days a week, mm. whether it be cardio or, you know, lifting weights. Or, or both. Um, both, yeah. Mm, I would say, you know, Frank and I um, uh, focus a little bit more on, uh, I mean, Frank and I focus on hunting, right? That's the big thing. Like we're want to be able to carry, um, you know, a backpack for a long period of time, get an animal out. Uh, so that's important, you know, compared to, you know, rewind 10 years ago where I was lifting super, super heavy. You know, my focus has changed quite a bit. Um, I personally can't carry um, a lot of the muscle that I used to and still be super efficient in the mountains. So my supplementation has changed. And the, the reality of it is, one, um, a good diet is the best supplement you can have, which isn't a supplement at all. If, if you can... Um, you know, buckle down and just eat uh, healthy, eat organic, um, you know, uh, really, really like pinpoint down a good diet. That is going to be the most important and beneficial thing as well as water intake. Um, most people, I think 65% of your body is made of water and a lot of people drink an algae a day. You should be drinking, you know, 80, 100, 120 ounces of water a day, quite a bit. Um, you should be drinking a lot of water. So uh, let's start off with um, body types. There's three main body types. And the reason why this is important when you ask about if supplementation works, again, like I talked about, you're trying to get big, trying to get small, trying to be endurance. Well, you have, um, and I think it's ectomorphic body type. Uh, that's a skinny dude. That's the guy that you meet that says, man, no matter what, I can eat what, you know, I can eat whatever I want. I can't put on any size. Um, Let's think. Who, who's a who's an ectomorph? We know. Uh, hmm. Uh, what what's his name from Utah? Uh, talks super. He does doesn't talk very much. Gosh, Brenton Brenton Stowe. Yeah, Brenton Stowe, skinny dude, probably can eat whatever he wants. My dad's an ectomorph. Dude, eat ice cream, you know everything unhealthy. Never gain a, a pound of weight. Now that does not mean um, that they're they're healthy. Uh, that just means they're skinny. You can be skinny, call it skinny fat. You can be skinny and have high cholesterol, or or, or whatever the case may be. But their their main body type is um, uh, like basically lean, generally like uh, long, tall, whatever you want to call it, and they have super super difficulty building muscle. Then you have an endomorph. That's me. That's a fat guy. Um, you know, that's, uh, you know, a lot of times they like, they store body fat easier than like an ectomorph. Um, you know, they generally gain uh, strength fairly easy as well. Uh, and then there's a mesomorph and that is Tarzan. That's the muscular, that's the guy that you hate. That's the, you're like, that son of a, doesn't go to the gym. He's got a six pack, drinks beer. He's just naturally shredded. Um and, you know, there are, you know, and there's, there's various forms of where these are kind of mixed up. It's not like everybody fits an exact category. So you look at, let's say, a, the, an ectomorph uh, or a skinny guy. Uh, from my experience, um, an ecto or an endomorph, one or the other, is going to have to pay attention to their diet to change their genetic um, body type, they're going to have to pay attention to their diet at an extreme level 
and really focus on one dieting to be skinny or dieting to be big for them to change. So I, you know, personally, I really have to focus on my diet to not get fat. If I look at a cheeseburger, my ass get well, may not ass gets bigger. My fat rolls get bigger. I just gain fat easy. I gain strength easy as well, but I really have to focus on it to stay skinny. Now, uh, Frank, I'd say you're kind of in the middle. I, I mean, what would you categorize yourself as? Are you a skinny guy, fat guy, or Tarzan? Oh, geez, man. I can get fat pretty quick. So You said you were a fat kid too, weren't you? I was fat when I was little, yeah, when I was younger. I think when I was like in the seventh grade, I was like 200 pounds or something. And then I had like some sort of growth spurt in the eighth grade at between eighth grade and freshman year, I think I ended up at like 170, 160, 170 ish. So, but, um, now I can, I mean, if I don't eat right and I'm not working out, I can get fat pretty quick. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, right? Like right there, you got to work out and you got to eat right. So once you know those three type, three body types, um, let's focus on the, the fat guy first. Um, generally those are the the questions or comments that I get um, are guys just probably because I, they can relate to me because I was right there. I, I you know, you, I gained a bunch of weight, right? Wife gets pregnant for whatever reason you call it sympathy weight. Really? <laughs> so you <laughs> I mean, gain, gain weight with them? You gain weight with them. <laughs> That's just an excuse. You just, I mean, you got fat, right? I did too. Um, same thing. And again, as I make fun of this, uh, believe me, don't get mad at me as I make fat jokes because I'm only making them because I've been there. But, you know, those guys really need to pay attention to their, uh, you know, processed sugars, processed. Um, basically, you, you don't want to take processed carbs in. And I'm not going to get into the scientific portion of this too, in too in-depth because, one, I'll screw it up. But what I do know when I stopped eating processed carbs inflammation swelling was huge my fat rolls went away for the most part um i just felt better in general when you talk about processed carbs is that like chips and bread and right that kind of stuff right anything like that and and you can get um you know you want to stay away from gluten is a is a big one you want to stay away from um and when i say processed you know you can go eat gluten free chips that are definitely processed but uh, the gluten is the the big problem. Um, processed sugars, the same thing. Eating a banana has sugar in it. Not that bad, obviously, compared to eating a Snickers processed sugar. So you want to stay away from those types of things. You really want to pay attention to the um, nutritional facts on, um, you know, the different things you're putting into your body. So how does this, you know, go back to supplementation? Well, I think a lot of this has to do with the, the you know, the big war on, uh, I say war, the the internet battle of supplement companies. Would that be a good way to put it? I think so, yeah. Um, you know, because you get people that, um, on one hand, and I'm going to do my very best not to irritate anyone because I, I don't have any issue with Mountain Ops or Wilderness Athlete, Warrior Fuel. I mean, we, we don't have any, we don't have dog in the fight. Um, you get the guys on one side of the fence that say Mountain Ops is just a clothing company that makes supplements and they're great marketers, but they need to, um, you know, step into the real world, whatever. And then you get the guys with against wilderness athlete that say, well, they had their time and they screwed it up. They didn't, they didn't focus on what they should have. They had a great opportunity and they just flat out screwed up. They, they 
Mountain Ops came on board and Mountain Ops passed them and then they're scrambling for their portion of the market. You've got that. And then you've got Warrior Fuel. Those guys are just a bunch of muscle head steroid freaks, whatever. Um, and trying to get their piece of the pie. And the, the truth be told, they're just three supplement companies. I mean, they, they all offer great products um, that, you know, there's, again, I get a kick out of the bashing and back and forth of, of, of whatever. So if you take um, protein powder, okay? So the simplest way for me to explain protein powder, this is before I get into the spiking of protein powder is, uh, it increased protein intake or protein, increasing your protein intake is known to increase metabolism. Um, also it is ex- super expensive. you you know, you want to take, um, a gram of protein in per pound of body weight or body mass. And that people argue about that. Meaning if you're 10% body fat or your body mass index is 10%, whatever, um, and you weigh 200 pounds, that means you have 180 pounds of lean muscle mass or whatever. So you should take either 180 or 200, depending upon who you listen to, grams of protein in per day. Protein also helps for the regeneration or rebuilding of muscle mass. There's a lot more into it than this. I'll screw it up trying to explain it. Um, you know, meat, um, you know, it, it, it carries creatine in it. So that's another supplement that we'll talk about in a minute. So if you can increase your protein intake and do it easily by protein powder, great. It's cheaper. I mean, you try to eat, you know, meat, eggs, whatever, and then get 200 grams of protein in a day, you're going to go broke. Uh, wherewith, and you have to cook a lot. Maybe not with tuna fish, but who can eat that much tuna? Um, so, okay, now you have different types of protein. You have basically... Um, like a, an animal and a vegetable protein. Um, so when people see like the different um, soy protein, um, you know, you have whey protein, there's like a multiple different types. Um, so when you look at the different types of protein, most people take a whey protein. Um, and with a whey protein, that um, what you, I explain this. You don't want your protein to have a ton of fat or a ton of carbs in it if you're just trying to take in protein, meaning you can take a weight gainer protein and it's going to have a ton of different stuff in it. But if you're just trying to increase your protein intake, you want to take in a very clean protein. Um, And when I say clean, again, it doesn't have a lot of spiking to it, a lot of fluff um, and a lot or or fat or carbs. It's just protein. Um, Again, find somebody that actually knows what they're talking about at a better level than me. But we take Frank and I protein frequently. I drink a protein shake every day. Um, I put some peanut butter in it and I I do this because it's easy. I like the taste of it. Um, But not all proteins are created equal. Um, You have what's called protein spiking. And again, I'm not going to go in in great depth in a lot of this. Google protein spiking. You'll learn as much as you can possibly handle about protein powders. But protein spiking is basically throwing shit into the protein that makes that cheats the system for testing, meaning you're able to have a 30 grams of protein per scoop, but it's not 30 grams of good, clean protein, um, if that makes any sense. So... 
does supplementation work? Well, if it's a protein and you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to increase your protein intake, even a bad protein is going to help some bad protein powder. So if you're on a diet and you're trying to increase your metabolism and you don't want to pay for a bunch of different um, like meals that would uh, uh, add the protein, I would say yes. Protein powder works. Um, you can bake with it. You can do all kinds of different things. But again, look and make sure, read up, find out protein powder. What's in your protein powder? Is it um, a vegetarian or is it an animal protein? And what those two different types of proteins offer, which one you should be taking, so on and so forth. So protein powder definitely does work just depending upon what you want to do. Now, Frank, how much protein do you take in? Much shakes? I mean, I don't pay early attention. I know you have them, but I don't know how often do you drink them. Man, I've been slacking lately, but I'll probably drink one once a day um, if I remember. But uh, I've, I've been slacking recently. I generally kind of kick things into gear around springtime and kind of get prepared for, for hunting season and try to put on a little bit of muscle. But um, Speak into the to, microphone a little bit you, better, Frank. Can you hear me better? I try to... Uh, I try not to put on a, a crap ton of muscle and I just like to try to stay lean for, uh, you know, for the mountains and stuff. Cause I, I pretty sure, right. If you have more muscle, it requires more oxygen and that can kind of tire you out pretty quick. Yeah. Yep. You definitely don't want to build too much muscle for, for, you know, being in mountain shape. Um, and, and again, I cannot stress enough. This is just a base kind of you know, step-by-step, step, pretty generic um, answer to a lot of these questions. There are tons and tons of resources online um, that uh, you can get much better info than from us, but this will just give you an idea. So now the next thing, creatine uh, or creatine, depending upon how you want to pronounce it, creatine is naturally produced in the liver. And the way that I would normally explain it is uh, creatine, when you take it, super hydrates your muscles as it allows you to uh, a hydrated muscle um, is a stronger muscle which will help you lift um, heavier weight which will make your cut your muscles deeper um, and then they recover and they get bigger that's not that's right like the most generic and halfway screwed up way to explain it um, creatine actually uh, helps produce I think it's called ATP um, and it creatine's found in meat like it, it and it's naturally produced in the liver and i'm actually going to pull this up and i'm not sure let's see uh so i don't explain it incorrectly um so here we are is there a difference between just standard creatine and then those micro dose creatines it, there is and I, I think there is anyway but um I'm going to I'm going to read this. Creatine is a substance that is found naturally in muscle cells. It helps your muscles produce energy during heavy lifting and high intensity exercise. Taking creatine as a supplement is very popular among athletes and bodybuilders in order to gain muscle, enhance strength and improve exercise performance. Chemically sp speaking, it shares many similarities with amino acids. The body can produce it out of the amino acids glycine and arginine. Several factors affect your body's creatine stores, including meat intake, exercise, amount of muscle mass, and level of hormones like testosterone and IGF-1. About 90% of the body's creatine is stored in muscles in the form of 
Oh, phosphocreatine, <laughs> word I can't <laughs> pronounce. The other 5% are stored in the brain, kidneys, and liver. Um, ATP is often called the body's energy currency. When you have more ATP, your body can perform better during exercise. So when you supplement, um, when you supplement, you increase your stores of phosphocreatine. This is a form of stored energy in the cells as it helps your body produce more of a high energy molecule molecule called ATP. So you take creatine, um, you're basically increasing your ATP. So what happens when you take creatine, you gain an initial five to seven to 10 pounds in the first couple of weeks. And what that is, is your, your, as I understand it, your muscles holding water and you do get puffy when you take creatine and you do get stronger. So creatine does work. It will make you stronger where I get a little bit nervous is creatine is made. Um, it's more creatine is not something you want to take unless you're trying to focus on 60 to 90 to 120 second power bursts, meaning you don't want to take creatine if you're doing long distance running or backpack hunting. Now in the off season, creatine is a good idea. Uh, creatine isn't bad for your liver. A lot of, you know, there's, there's been a big debate over that. Uh, from what I understand at this point, it's been given to go. It's not bad for your liver. Um, but you definitely need to increase your water intake if you're taking in creatine. So creatine does it work. Um, yeah, hundred percent definitely works. Um, but it, it's not something you want to be working when you're backpack hunting. It'll, you'll dehydrate more. Uh, you get muscle cramping, things like that. But if you're just straight up wanting to go to the gym, hundred percent creatine does work. Um, and that's been known for, I mean, creatine is probably the most well-known and taken supplement around. So, uh, yes, creatine does work. Not all creatines are created equal. You can Google that, look it up, but creatine 100% is a good thing. So one another supplement, uh, probiotic. I cannot speak highly enough about taking a probiotic. Uh, the biggest thing, a, a, a probiotic is basically a helpful bacteria um, but what it does is, is it really digestive and gut health. It is really good for that. It's also been known, they say, you know, to increase, you know, it'll, it'll help your immune system, things like that. But the biggest thing is it's, it's gut health, um, straight up. You take better poos when you take probiotics. Um, you probably all have a let, upset stomach less. Um, it's just good all around and there's a lot more pros to probiotics. So yes, as a supplement, a probiotic does work. Uh, another one, fish oil pills. Um, there's a lot into fish oil pills, but like they're known to lower, lower blood pressure, triglyceride levels. Um, you know, it helps for pain and swelling, things like that. So I take, in fact, I'm burping right now and I can taste fish oil as I burp because I took fish oil pills this morning. Uh, fish oil is huge. Not all fish oils, again, are created equal either. And from what I understand, um, it's omega-3s, which are good, obviously, but omega-6s are bad, um, if I remember correctly. I should probably look that up. So you're taking omega-3s in when you take fish oil pills, but that's another, you know, quote-unquote supplement that, that does help. Um, vitamin C is another one that's a, a big uh, a bonus uh, 
it helps to like repair and regenerate, regenerate tissue. Um, vitamin C is known to reduce LDL or like the bad cholesterol. It helps your, for your immune system. So vitamin C is another good one. Um, you know, when you look at like a pre-workout, um, the majority of that is just a shitload of caffeine. There's a lot of other stuff in there as well. But, um, you know, if your face is itching, for example, that's niacin. Niacin makes your face itch, increases blood flow. Uh, vitamin B12, there'll be 3,000, 4,000, 30,000, whatever the hell percent it is of vitamin B12 in some of these uh, different pre-workouts. Increases blood flow, vascularity, things like that. So pre-workout definitely works. All pre-workouts are made different. Um you know, a lot of it's just caffeine. It gives you a super spike. Um, and then you, you know, with energy and then you want to go work out real heavy. You can also crash really bad when you take a pre-workout. Co- technically, I would consider coffee a pre-workout. That's as generalized as I make it because coffee makes you more awake. And so that means you probably want to go work out more after drinking coffee. Now, Frank, I don't know what you drink in the morning. If anything, I'm quite often surprised you haven't taken something to wake your ass up, but you don't take a lot of caffeine in the morning, do you? No, I don't. I, like I said before, I kind of wait to eat or drink coffee or anything other than water until about 9am. Except still trying to do that intermittent fasting type thing where I I'll start eating at like nine and then I'll eat dinner and stop eating at around six or seven each day. But, uh, I might have a coffee, um, around nine in the morning or something every once in a while, but I don't, I don't take in a whole lot of caffeine. Gotcha. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed that now I've made you a coffee from time to time or I'll go buy one or you'll go buy one. But for the most part, you're relatively clean when it comes to, uh, pre-workout or caffeine. Um, uh, what's that pre-workout you take? 1.21 gigawatts. Um, it is strong. I get it from Supplement Giant. Um, in fact, I would encourage anyone to give it a whirl over the age of 18 just to see if you like it or not. Probably not the best thing in the world for you. Could be. Uh, I tell you what, you snap the fuck up when you take it, though. Oh, dude. You ready to take on the world. I remember you gave me some of that, and there was no water. And I just, whatever, you know, you just pour it in your mouth. Good Lord. I think I was shaking like a cat shit in razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> that... Um, that uh, is uh, a, a buddy of mine owns a supplement store called Supplement Giant. Um, his name's Ryan, and it's right up the road from my house. Generally, if I go get branch chain amino acids, um, which are, in my opinion, very important as far as for the building block for rebuilding muscle. Um, if I get something, some type of protein bar, you know, whatever, if it's not from Mountain Ops, that's where I go and get it. Um, Ryan is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to anything as far as supplementation goes. His brother is a chemist. His brother came up with the uh, pre-workout uh, 1.21 gigawatts. It is definitely um, very strong. Now, I used to take nitro meat. But nitromine got banned, <laughs> FDA fuckers, right? Um, because they were, um, they were bridging or they were bonding picotropin and another and something else together, which for some reason they they deemed to be not good. And so, nitromine is no more. Um, but 
supplement giant took up the, <laughs> the shovel, dug a new hole, and filled it with 1.21 gigawatts. So that's that's what I take when I take a pre-workout. Now I try not to take it, you know, all the time. Um, but when I wake up in the morning and I want to take on the world, I take that. I do not take a full scoop. I never have. One full scoop is 400, I think, and 25 milligrams of caffeine. You will probably scratch your face like a crackhead. Uh, your asshole may turn around and start talking back to you. <laughs> I cannot say, but I have not taken a full scoop yet. Um, I usually take about a quarter scoop uh, before I go work out. So, are they calling us? No. Sorry for the interruption. The uh, intercom's going off in the background. So... That supplement definitely works. <laughs> I mean, you wake up, right? You're ready. You want to go work out twice, run up the tower trail, come back down, help the needy, go donate some <laughs> shit to the Salvation Army. You're ready to go. Is it good for you? That's debatable, um, you know, or, or not. You know, I, most of the time I try to just drink coffee um, in the morning. I just, you know, to wake up. But, uh, you know, in the off season, um, I still drink coffee, but when I'm trying to you know, bulk up a little bit more like now, I definitely take that stuff a little bit more than I would later on when I'm drinking coffee more. Um, and, and again, the, the rabbit hole in supplementation is so freaking deep. It's not even funny and nutrition. It is a, it is a confusing level. So confusing. Um, I try to dumb it down as much as I possibly can. Um, because it was for me, when I was started reading into this so confusing that, um, really what I found was if I took a clean protein and, and I'll go into what I take later, ate super healthy, didn't eat well, kept processed sugars and carbs to an absolute minimum and drank a ton of water. I was good. I mean, you think about it as if someone just ate, um, Organic, totally organic, meaning you only ate veggies and eggs, shit you kill, right? I guarantee if you're overweight, you will not be for very much longer. You're going to start, you know, dropping weight. I mean, like third period French, it's just coming off again. Soda, another thing causes massive inflammation, um, you know, like achy joints, knees, things like that. So when I have people message me, if mountain ops works or you know wilderness athlete works or whatever and you're down in three one liters of mountain dew a day nothing's working brother it ain't working i mean you you gotta give a little right like i mean the supplementation just is a nudge it's a help it's it's just a uh, something to help you know break your plateau sometimes or Sometimes it's a placebo. I mean, no shit. I, I know lots of supplements are just straight up fake. But if a fake, when I say fake, meaning it's not doing much for you. Um, and if that's the case, uh, but that makes you get your ass and go to the gym, I would say it worked, even though it doesn't do shit. It got you to the gym. I mean, how, I mean that's important. Um, so, I mean, Frank, I'm talking too much here. You got anything what, to add? What do you think about thermogenics? As far as? For like fat burning. Yeah. I mean, I Does think, it work? well, that's another, that's a, that's a very broad statement. Have you taken them? Yeah. Oh, dude, there's anything I haven't taken. <laughs> Come on now. Thermogenics are a hell of a drug. Um, I've tried them before back when I used to work out a lot and I mean, you definitely feel like it really heats you up and you sweat more. I mean, I guess that's probably what it's for. Kind of gets the the fat burning, but 
Um, um, I haven't looked into it as deep as you have as far as supplements go. And it's what it does. I'm going to read the. Um, I'm going to read the the title here. Give you an idea from Wikipedia. So, and it's a it's basically a fat burner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in bodybuilding, athletes wishing to lose fat um, use thermogenics to increase their basal metabolic rate, thereby increasing their energy expenditure. Caffeine and ephedrine are commonly used for this purpose. Now, I've taken enough ephedra to kill a donkey, right? Um, Isn't that stuff illegal now, too? Well, it was illegal. Now it's legal. Huh. And, and I'm being way too candid on this, but I mean, I was popping ephedra like fucking M&M's at one point <laughs> in time, as well as clenbuterol. Which I can't get in trouble anymore. Clenbuterol is legal, illegal as shit. But it is. Oh yeah, dude. You, yeah, you don't want. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, clenbuterol. Yeah, thirty degrees t-shirt, <laughs> fucking hot, right? Sweating. I mean, clenbuterol raises your core body temperature. Uh, I used to take clen all the time. Um, I had a buddy that was taking that not too long ago. I didn't know it was illegal. Oh, it's illegal. He's like, you shit. should try it. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I'm sure it still is illegal. The thing is, is ephedra, which is, I think, coleus forskal, or no, that's not it. What the hell is the name? No, yo, uh, it's a root, right? Um, what the hell's the name of it? I've named everything else that goes into supplements. Um, is it ma, ma wang, ma wang, I think is what ephedra is. It's a root. But the thing with ephedra is it burns fat and muscle where Clin actually technically builds a little muscle and burns fat. So pretty much guaranteed any one competing in a non-tested bodybuilding, especially females, they're taking Clin. Now, from what I understand and what I've seen, Clin causes clitoral hypertrophy, which don't have your kids look that up ever. Uh, but it, <laughs> I shouldn't even have said that, but... <laughs> With <laughs> it's like a beak, you know what that helps with if you're a man, if you're you know hanging out with a woman, is you know how on Primos and they blow a bugle and you're <laughs> like, I'm the man, look at all these elk coming in. That's what you'll feel like if you're dating a chick that takes Clint or a few other things because, um, it just doesn't take as much effort. So, anyway, <laughs> thermogenics definitely do work. Where do you get that Clint Bureau? No, just yeah, <laughs> anybody listening that can get that or test, no. Um, that stuff definitely, clean definitely works. Thermogenics do work, whether or not it's good for your heart or whatever. Um, you know, that's debatable. You're going to talk, you could talk to 50 people. You're going to get different answers each time. Um, you know, again, like ephedra back in the day, dude, you would get in like, you'd be in a, a, a supplement store, right? This is my muscle head days. And you would get some cracked out toothless dude come by every bit of ephedra off the shelf before they banned it because you can make meth with it. Jesus. So that's why they banned it um, was because, uh, you know, as far as controlled sub- substances, if you, you can make meth in your garage with ephedra. You Is got- that like what's in Sudafed? Is that why they. Oh, dude. I mean, I mean. I'm I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for half the shit I'm about to say, but dude, we used to chop up Sudafed oh, and slam it with Mike Monster. That'll Holy wake shit. you up. Um, again, kids, if you're listening, don't do any of the shit that I'm talking about. I'm a prime example of what not to do when it comes to uh, a lot of this stuff, which is why, I mean, you see now, dude, I don't take hardly anything. I mean, I just eat super clean. If I could go back in time and start over again, the smartest thing I could ever do if uh, if I was to do it all over, one, I would never have done 
um, steroids, especially at the rate I did, but I would definitely just eat healthy <laughs> and that's it. I mean, literally, you know, I look back now, I'm, I'm almost 41. A lot of that stuff that I, who knows what kind of long-term, um, you know, issues I'm going to have, you know, as time goes on, I did not take steroids at a level of a lot of people. I only took them for maybe a couple years, I guess. Um, I did get big as shit. I took way too many. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but if I would have just eaten healthy, you know, let, um, hard work take over, um, I probably would have maintained more muscle mass, uh, because when you get off steroids, you're, you're, your test levels are shot if you're taking tests because your body stops producing it on its own. That's what um, uh, that C.T. Fletcher guy was talking about on Joe Rogan's podcast is his wiener stopped working. Mm-hmm. And that's one. That's the reason why he stopped taking steroids. Well, I highly doubt his wiener stopped working because he was taking tests. Now, from the st- it was it, the steroids. That's a general term, and someone can hop on here and explain it better than me. But test does not hurt the effect. In my opinion, and from what I've seen, there's no issue taking tests in your sex drive. What happens is you take too much of an anabolic, mm. and then your estrogen levels get all screwed up, and then you're in trouble. That's what happened to me. So, like a, a ding-dong, I had, again, if your kids are listening, don't let them. I had uh, DECA, and you get what's called DECA dick. Um, <laughs> meaning your wiener don't work, right? I had two types of DECA. I had two, two or 250 gram per milliliter. And I had some really special stuff from Russia, which was 400 gram per, for milliliter, like an idiot. Um, cause I'm making a cocktail cause I'm doing like a one to half ratio. Meaning if I'm taking, uh, 300 milliliters of, um, or excuse me, one milliliters with 300 milligrams. Am I saying that right? Of, of enanthate or a test, then I'm going to want to take half of that in an anabolic about, and that's not necessarily correct. And I'm sure some muscle head will get on here and tell me how stupid I am. Cause I'm saying it wrong. By all means, hop on, let me hear what you have to say. But what happened is I ended up taking a one-to-one ratio of DECA to test and I'm watching Hidalgo and the horse falls in the pit and I start fucking crying and I cannot figure out what is wrong with me. Well, my <laughs> estrogen levels, I turn into a woman. I mean, and all women listening, I'm sorry to say, but when you're PMSing, I can understand why you're crazy because that was the first time in my life where I had, I knew I was having a chemical imbalance issue because I was crying from a horse from a movie falling in a pit. <laughs> I don't cry. I mean, I'm not saying that because I'm a manly man. I'm just saying I'm not a crier. And then I watched Bridge to Terabithia with my daughter. Chick falls in the river and dies, the girl, and I'm crying. Don't know why. Like tearing up or like, yeah, like just straight, just up <laughs> straight up bawling, right? I mean, and this shit happens. It's serious. Kayla's and I probably like, Dad, quit being such a little pussy. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Well, and the other thing that happens, um, your wiener stops working. You lose all sex drive. You just, it just ain't happening. I mean, you could have like three knit chicks, like right in front of you, buck naked. I mean, it ain't happening. Like both the lightning would have to hit you, you know, to get aroused. Well, it's not the, t- so as I understand it, and, and again, um, some muscle head can hop on here and, and, uh, and, and chime in and I encourage you to, cause uh, again, I'm not an expert at this. I'm only, I'm only talking about what I experienced. Like right now, let's say if I go in and I get tested for what my, 
uh, testosterone levels are. And there's other stuff. They test a ton of other stuff too. But if you're only producing, if it comes up like a 0.75 or whatever the hell it is, you need test and you, you need to take a test replacement. Um, and so when you do that, um, you immediately are going to experience a higher sex drive. You may or may not sleep better, but you'll definitely have better recovery, uh, you know, when you're working out. Uh, it's a life changer from what I've told uh, from people that have low test and then go and, and get um, uh, test replacement therapy. Um, you know, it can be an injection or a cream or whatever. But if you don't need to take tests, meaning your test levels are normal and you start taking it and you take too much of just test, you can get kind of lethargic um you know, things like that. And so you need to take an anabolic to equal things out, um, like Ecopoise or Deca or something like that. I, I liked Ecopoise. My body responded really well to that. Um, so, but if you take too much of an anabolic and not enough test, um, you're going to get gynomastasia. Women, I'm sorry for saying this. If you're listening, it's also known as bitch tit. You're going to start growing female boobs. And I've seen plenty of bodybuilders that get gynomastasia. Um, you know, on the other end of things, when women take um, certain things, they get a clitoral hypertrophy, um, which on a man's point of view is a little bit weird. When you drop down under, you're like, holy cow, what is that thing? Um, you know, they also get, they can facial hair is a big one. Uh, they'll get kind of the crimson chin going on. They'll get kind of a, like a boxy square chin or, or whatever. So obviously you're tweaking the system of, you know, whatever your religious views are, how God created you, you are tweaking that. Um, I think that, um, test replacement therapy, even though I'm not doing it yet is a good thing. I plan on it when I need it. Um, but if you see a guy that's 45, 48, 50 years old and he's still in holding a high amount of muscle mass, he is, you know, whatever the chances of him doing that naturally without test replacement are, are very, very slim. I'm not saying it can't be done, but, uh, pretty much guaranteed if you're looking at somebody 48, 50, 52, uh, still just getting after it, tons of muscle, they're gaining muscle at that age. They're probably taking tests. I mean, it's legal. Right. They get it. They get it prescribed. Um, I saw a lot of squirrels in the last 20 minutes. Um, uh, this is probably another squirrel. What's D-ball? Dude, that's good. Not good for you. So that's a 19 <laughs> alpha chain steroid from what I understand. I think you can inject it, but it's generally pills. Is that a horse thing or like yeah. a livestock thing? Well, so I'm not going to say when I saw this, but I knew some guys that had it and I saw the bottle and there's like a picture of a fucking horse no, that, on there. That's just because they got a veterinarian grade, uh, Okay. Yeah, like, I saw that. I'm like, damn, dude, you're taking something for a fucking horse. Good Lord. Um, so I didn't take a lot of, of D-ball. Um, I did take Trin, and dude, Trin gives you superhuman aggression, <laughs> sex drive, just anger, right? Trin is – but dude, I've known a couple dudes, six months of Trin, they had to get on a uh, – what's that called for your kidneys? Uh, um it can fuck you up bad, right? Trin is, I think you can make Trin in your basement, but dude, I, that's when I hung that guy out of a building in construction. That was from Trin. I had to get off of it. I, I couldn't handle my shit. Um, but um, You got to elaborate on that story a little bit. 
So this guy shit in a bucket on the fourth floor because he was too lazy to walk down stairs and poo in the bathroom. So I caught him and there was a bit of an altercation. And the next thing you know, I'm holding his feet and hanging him out of the building. That's what some of this shit does to you. For the most part, though, uh, from my experience, if you're mellow and you take steroids, you're going to be mellow. If you're psychotic, you're going to be more psychotic. Uh, Generally... If you see someone freak out while they're taking steroids, they probably got their chemicals off. You know what I mean? Their ratios aren't aren't correct. Um, uh, but it, D-ball is Diana ball. Um, and it, uh, it, uh, it, it's an anabolic steroid. Um, it's a synthetic substance um, that's kind of like, um, yeah, like a, it's a male sex hormone. Um, uh, yeah. It it um the, it it I think it's one of the longest produced steroids. Meaning, like when 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 you know people started to do this stuff, like D ball was one of the first. Um, I think it's like since the fifties or sixties. Um, uh, it gives you fast like muscle gain. It, it increases your muscle. Um. It, it basically ups your, I think, your nitrogen uh, retention, um, uh, and, and you know what that does is it, it you can your cells can build more, um, basically protein. And anyway, the thing is though, like that when you see guys with zits on their shoulders, um, it uh, that's usually you know that can be from D ball. Um, anyway, um, I don't. Um, I think I pronounced. Uh, uh, I think I explained that uh, correctly. <laughs> uh, obviously, there uh, again, um, you can uh, you you can look a lot of this stuff up. I'm not encouraging anybody to take um, steroids at all. It was the worst decision I ever made. I, I wouldn't do it again. Um, it was just a bad uh, bad idea. Um, but uh, you definitely. Um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, as far as supplementation, you know, if you're wanting to know what works, if you take any kind of steroid or, or, or um, anabolic, that stuff definitely works. It's just, there's going to be long t- long-term effects probably. Um, um, you know, if you, if you, if you take that. So let's stop talking about steroids and get back on the supplementation thing. That was <laughs> a step back in memory lane. Um, and uh, yeah, so, Back at it. Okay, so Frank, what do you take? Anything um, every morning? No, not really. I mean, I'll drink. Like I said, I'll probably drink a protein shake a day, and then if I remember, I'll I'll have some. Uh, I'll drink like some BCAAs sometime during the day, uh, generally in the evening or something like that. But I'm pretty simple. I don't take a whole lot. So for me, I don't either. I take uh, in the morning. I take uh, fish oil pills. I take a probiotic. Uh, I generally take a vitamin D and a vitamin C pill. Um, it's a chewable. Um, and I, I'll drink a protein shake af- later on after I work out or, you know, depending. Um, I do take, like, I think I've got four tubs of protein at the, how many are by the fridge? Three or four. Jesus, there's a ton. Yeah, I take protein every day. Um, you know, one of the ways, if you're taking protein, um, and I wouldn't say this is like an exact science. If you're farting a lot when you take protein, a lot of times it's because you're taking a shitty protein. Not necessarily all the time, um, 
but it seems like when I've taken lower lower grade proteins, it's made me fart more. And you want to talk about bring a tear to a glass eye. <laughs> Protein farts will knock the buzzards off a shit wagon easily. Bad. I mean, it's just like a and you'll clear a building. It's horrible. Uh, have you experienced that, Frank? Um, yeah, I'm sure I have. Yeah. <laughs> Protein farts. Yeah. It can get pretty bad. Yeah. They're just not good. So as I'm rambling on, um, I think the one thing to remember is not all supplements are created equal. So study up on them. Google is only a fingertip away. Uh, but you need to take the right supplements that are, I don't even say commensurate there are in continuity with what you're wanting to do. If you're wanting to diet down, Increase a protein powder is a good idea. I mean, protein powder is actually a good idea no matter what you want to do. But increasing your protein intake, cutting down your carbs, um, you know, things like that, that's good. If you're wanting to increase, you know, your body weight, there's going to be certain supplements like creatine that are going to help do that. Um, but a good diet is more important than anything. Um you know, a good clean supplement is more important than anything. If you're taking bad supplements, you're paying too much money for them for one. Uh, but two, you're not going to get out of them what you potentially could. I would say the best thing to do for most uh, people looking at um, gaining or losing weight, one or the other, is to sit down, study it, find someone you know that has gone w through what you went through. For example... The worst thing I hate is in a gym and you have a trainer, super fit. Uh, he's a Tarzan, right? He's a mesomorph, I guess is what it is. And then you got a, a me or a someone else that wife just had a kid, put on an extra 40 pounds, maybe 50. Um, that doesn't mean that the, the Tarzan dude isn't going to be able to help the fat dude. He's definitely going to be able to, but... The Tarzan guy probably hasn't gone through what the fat guy has. So um, would a long-distance runner take advice from a fat guy? Probably not. Even if that fat guy used to run marathons, um, he's you know it's probably not going to work as well. Maybe it does. But for me, it was always nice to talk to a dude if I needed some supplement advice that had gone through what I had, meaning maybe was, um, uh, you know, had had had. When I say gone through, meaning he was a fat kid at one time. He can sit there and let you know, maybe relate to you or whatever else, um, you know, what you need to do. So definitely do that. If you're a skinny guy, find a skinny dude that's put on some serious muscle and find out how he did it. If you're a fat guy, find a skinny dude that used to be fat and what he did or, or, or how he, he did his weight loss. To me, I kept it simple. Diet. All right. I got rid of sugars, processed sugars, quit drinking soda. Um, you know, increased my protein intake, dropped my carbs down, um, increased my fats. And I started eating way more often where before I would eat one meal, maybe two a day. Now I probably eat, fuck, break out for you, eat all day, yeah. 10 meals a day, 15. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I mean, I, when I say meal, I snack all day. Um, I, I feel that that helps increase my metabolism because I'm constantly eating small meals. So, you want to do that. If you want to get to be just some buff-ass freak of nature in the gym where I pick things up and I put them down, find a freak. <laughs> um, I mean, you're not going to take advice from some skinny little dude with stick arms and a chest you could eat a bowl of cereal off of to gain muscle. Go find some steroid freak and and, and talk to him. Uh, and when I say steroid freak, not necessarily. 
they, they take steroids, meaning go find some big motherfucker that's yoked out, benching 500 pounds, that just eats up the gym. He is going to know what to do. Like he's been there and done that, especially if it's a dude that genetically, let's say, is is built more like Frank and I. Frank's, what are you, 185 and 190? 185 now. And what are you, 6'1"? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little over six foot. I'm a meaty 201 pounds as of this morning. <laughs> um, and let's say it's a guy that's built like, that's like that, that's got up to 240, 250. He's going to be able to help you out some. So definitely, uh, you know, get some advice from someone that's been down that road. And again, read your supplemental facts um, or not just there's a big difference between your your nutritional facts and your your supplement facts. When you're taking a supplement, make sure it's going to do what you want it to do. I don't think fish oil, probiotics, vitamin C, vitamin D, all those different things. Anyone can take those and definitely should. Um, you know, they're, they're good for you. They help with inflammation and swelling. Um, you know, after that, if you're going to take a protein powder and you want to get against this giant fucking debate, read the label for Christ's sake. Anybody can read and then Google study, find out if it does work or not. If you think that, um, one protein powder from one company is better than the other, it's easy to read the label and find out. It's not a problem at all. Um, and, and again, I have had, you know, because people ask me all the time, like I talked to this supplement company and they said, you know, the protein powder you take is bad or or whatever. I haven't had any, the only negative side to, let's say the Mountain Ops strawberries and cream, which I will say is one of my favorites, there's sucralose in there. Um, now, if you, there's sucralose or some type of a sweetener in just about everything nowadays, that would be a negative thing. Um you know, because sucralose probably isn't the greatest thing in the world for you, but it does make it taste oh so nice. And so I'm willing to deal with that because that strawberries and cream is is like heroin. I mean, literally it tastes that good. It's one of the only sub, uh, protein powder supplements I've taken where I literally can just throw that in a cup, mix it up with water and drink it. Um, so anyway, those are all different things to, to think about. Frank, you got anything to add? Um, no, I don't. That, I think that was pretty in-depth there. You you know a lot more than I do. I mean, shit. Well, at least I, I, I just pretend eat, like I do. I supplement my uh, torts and spam with a little protein on the side. <laughs> well, you know what was a real eye opener to me that I I didn't really think about is like Tanner when he was in here the other day with TSD. Yeah. You know, like he I I, I agree with him a hundred percent what he what he said or or I don't argue with him. He's not a big supplement guy. Tanner is genetically. Um, super built for the mountains right and yeah. i don't think he probably ever will need to take a supplement till maybe he's 40 but i don't think it's fair for tanner necessarily to make fun of other people that take supplements because not everybody's built like tanner not everybody's genetically um, capable i mean it'd be like some giant dude making some fun of a stick figure because he can't bench press 400 pounds the, the giant guy's genetically built for that. The skinny guy's genetically built to run. Some people need whether supplements, whether it be to push them over the edge to help them get going. Um, you know, some people, you know, just can't get fat, can't gain weight. So they're not going to need to concentrate on things more or, or as much as someone else. So every, it's not everyone's different. Everybody may need to do something different. Some people may not do anything at all. So... Anyway, all right, well, that's 55 minutes of rambling. Um, and again, 
if I've misquoted, misstated, or whatever, please don't make fun of me. But feel free to comment on, uh, you know, the link on the Kafaro uh, Instagram, Kafarocast Instagram page. Um, make sure and leave a review. We hit 1,000 reviews today. Woohoo! On uh, see, I'm looking at Frank, and I can totally tell I've lost him. He's googling. I'm right here. You liar. I'm sitting right here. He's full. He's fucking lying, people. <laughs> I can see him over there. What did I just say? Uh, you said we reached 1,000 listeners. That's 1, what, reviews. That's <laughs> where I could see that woke you up because then he started watching the freaking computer. After that, before that, you you were googling Jeanette, weren't you? Oh, I was not. I was. Uh, I just posted up. We got some new hat designs from Jerry Shaw. Um, which are awesome. So we'll, we should have those in about a month, uh, just put in the order. So um, I was actually posting that to Instagram. Um, so if you listen to this before the hats come out, take a look on our Instagram and Facebook, and we have our, those hats. They're freaking sweet. Yeah, we love Jerry. Jerry, we love you, he even sent though me, your name looks like Gary. It, it, it does. He sent me one of the funniest um, uh, memes of all time, I think. Um, what was it? It was... Uh, it said, you know you made it when Aaron Snyder calls you a fat bastard. It <laughs> says he'll kill you. We were giving him... Oh, we were telling him about the Kafaru cast ahead of time before anybody else knew about it. Yeah. And I, we wanted him to design some stuff. And I said, if you tell anybody, I th- I'll kill your fat ass or something like yeah. that. And then I got a meme with Deadpool that said, you know you've made it in the industry when Aaron Snyder says you're fat and he'll kill you. Yeah. Or something like that. He's got a super good sense of humor. Incredible designer. In fact, yeah, if anybody dude. listening out there, uh, you know, needs hats, shirts, anything designed, look up Photo Lab Studios. Uh, as weird as this is, it's Jerry with a G. Jerry with a G. G E R R Y. Shaw. S with the H A W. The big S. H A W. Yep. Uh, He's uh, you you it's hard you, you might miss him he's a stout 110 pounds uh he's got a head about the size of a ping pong ball actually I'm kidding he's a big ass dude um what is he 62 240 yeah he's a big guy yeah he gets mad at his food but he's unbelievable guy and one of the funniest guys you could ever meet nicest guy in the world yep thanks Jerry all righty well thanks for tuning in folks leave us reviews and you know likes and all that kind of shit and uh this this is what this is bought to you by probably what are you chewing today skull straight skull straight tastes like shit people it's not copenhagen spam what else dawa fishing rods predator hunting predator hunting cougar hunting and cougars <laughs> that's it